0: Happy Sunday, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Ask a Lawyer. I'm Kelly J. Lewis, and with me, of course, is Executive Director of Oklahoma Indian Legal Services, Stephanie Hudson. I have something specific I have to ask a lawyer about this week. Okay. Okay, so there's this crazy story, and I'm sure you heard it, the Unite Norman and their altercation with those teens.
1: I saw that. (laughs)
0: Okay, so this, I want to ask, there's there's so much that I want to ask about this. Because yes. Unite Norman, for our listeners who don't know, they're the um, back the blue, uh, you know, staunchly against defunding the police, uh, things like that. And so I guess they were having a meeting, and these young people went to get some food for a birthday party, drove by there, got stopped because they were playing, the teenagers were playing questionable music, I'll say. And, you know, they were confronted by one of the people from Unite Norman. And from whoever you hear the story from, Unite Norman says that those uh, teenagers ran over that dude. And, of course, teenagers being teenagers, they filmed it. Right. Right. So, I mean, okay. So that's that's a basic scenario. Uh, right. They got unite. Norman got out in front of it pretty fast and started saying that they were being threatened. And I think didn't they say that that guy was assaulted because he was r- allegedly run over?
1: Yes, I, I agree with you. I've seen different um different stories about exactly what happened but I agree with you that that's like a law school exam right there <laughs> of all the things that could possibly be happening in that situation um you have um, you know freedom of expression uh what, what somebody's first amendment right to be saying out on the corner um What's an appropriate response, you know, uh, when you've got two conflicting groups who are, you know, expressing what they want to express? Um, you know, what is the definition of false imprisonment? And um, did uh, somebody falsely imprison the the young teenagers and not allow them to leave? Um Was there an assault that took place, assault and battery that took place when um, an older gentleman held up a brick and threatened to throw it at the teenagers? Uh, You know, was there an assault that happened because there was an allegation of somebody's foot being run over? Uh, That's When when I watched it, uh, you know, watching all the different views, there's just a multitude of uh, legal issues that can come out of a situation like that.
0: Okay, so let's break it down. Let's break it down from the kids' side first.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So they're
0: teenagers. They're going to push yes. the envelope. I think we all exactly. know this. You're a mother of a teenager. And yes. I bet it, he looks like he could push buttons too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, he can. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, we, we all know that. But yet there's still something about teenagers being confronted in that way.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And it's like I said, you know, and you do have a good kid. But if he came home and was shaken, visibly shaken, uh, about this encounter of, hey, mom, we were just going to, you know, we went and got some food and, you know, went and got confronted by this guy and they held up a brick. I mean, I'd be, if I were a parent, and this is why I'm glad I'm not, my mind would be racing. I would probably be like, where is this guy? Take right. me to him.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, and I think that that's uh, going to be the reaction of most parents is, you know, take me to this guy and I'm going to give him what's what. And he's not going to assault my my children. And, you know, your know, parents, you know, th- that's exactly what they want to do. They want to make sure that they're, um, you, you know, nobody is assaulting their children. But, you know, but as, as a parent,
0: though, I mean, I know that that can lead to, to greater issues, or even just as a bystander, you know, just like, Mm -hmm. but, but isn't the, isn't, would, could you, okay, and I know this is clearly hypothetical, and listeners, please understand, they are the nicest family you could ever meet, please understand, but let's say Randy snaps.
1: Yeah, my husband snaps.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's say Randy snaps. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. uh, your son comes home and <laughs> he tells this story and Randy just snaps and just walks out yeah. the door. You don't even know, you know, maybe he went to cool off, you know, whatever. And you find out that he goes and just works this guy. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. Um, Is, would that like snapping, like, emotional distress of what is that like is that something that could be
1: uh whether that's a a defense defense? to yeah because what you're describing in that situation in that scenario is a parent who is reacting to you know uh, to how their child has been treated and I think that what you know, what we're trying to educate about, what you and I have been trying to educate in these uh, in these podcasts, is what's going to happen if you're you're a brown person, and you, that happens in those situations. So, um, you know what what parents need to be thinking about when an altercation like that happens and you know that that's not uncommon that it happens with our children with you know brown children is somebody uh you know says something and then uh you know a, a parent you know gets upset about it so how do how do we deal with it as parents well in that situation if a parent goes and confronts that person and you know tears into them you know physically then that, that that's an assault and battery right there, and depending upon whether there was some type of instrument in that person's hand, it could be aggravated assault and battery. What an assault and a, what an assault and battery is is is, is um, you know. Um, Harming somebody. Harming somebody and using force to harm somebody. And having the intent. that That's always the part of crimes is, did you have the intent to harm somebody? So... A defense to a crime may be that, uh, you know, emotionally, I was in a state where I wasn't thinking about what I was doing. I didn't necessarily have the intent to harm somebody, but I wanted to go over there and have my say and tell them what I thought about them. And then it just escalated into something that I didn't intend to happen. So, that's uh, you know something that you know it's 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 not an uncommon situation for somebody to react when a family member of theirs, a loved one of theirs, has been assaulted or there was an attempted assault, and you know that's what to me that's what I was seeing is that there was an attempted assault on these young young children because that man got right in the window and he was you know saying things to them and he was holding that brick. And, you know, the young kids, you know, had it's reasonable to believe, and that's part of, you know, the, 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 uh, you know, what, what a person is looking for. Was a reasonable person, uh, did they fear that the person intended to harm them? And I think that you could see that in that, in those, in that video. So, you know, um, Basically, yeah, basically, yeah, basically oh. what, what parents need to be thinking about is, you know, are you intending to harm somebody when you go and react to that?
0: Well, and okay, so that's a great segue to the other side of that. I mean, that guy was, that was unreasonable. That was completely uncalled for. But yet, he felt like he could go and confront kids. Yes, he did. I mean, if that would have been a grown person, if it would have been you or I, mm-hmm. that, you know, we would have, I would have known just to just keep driving. are
1: like, right. I'm exactly. not stopping for
0: you. No. I, mean, I don't know you no, kind no. of thing. But, no. you know, kids, teenagers, especially teenagers who are um, taught to respect authority and obey exactly. adults mm-hmm. and things like that. I mean, I, who knows what was going on? In their little, in their little bird brains, teenage bird brains, but you know, they still don't deserve to be accosted like that. So let's talk about the charges that could stem from these kids just on their way home. Yeah. And, and getting accosted like that. What are the, what are the charges that this other guy could face for that intimidation?
1: yeah, uh, you know, I, I could, you know, see false imprisonment. That That's a tort right there. That's something that, you know, is a civil claim. You know, the parents of those children, they could sue him personally for falsely imprisoning their kids. You know, he, he reached in the door and, you know, um, attempted to prevent them from driving off. And then he put a brick behind their car and he was trying to keep them from being able to uh drive over you know to drive away by stopping them from being able to move their car um you know he made it look like they ran over his foot and everything but you can see him walking back there and putting a a, uh, having either he or somebody else put a brick behind their car to keep them from moving and you know to me that that's a that's a possible civil claim that he they they falsely imprisoned the kids to keep them from leaving when they wanted to leave the situation. Uh, you know, another criminal issue could be the um, the assault and battery when he you know, reached in the window and confronted them. And he was he was uh, he intended to make them fear that he was going to throw a brick at them and their window was open. And, you know, the, I think that they had the right to fear that he was going to throw a brick through the window at them. I thought that uh-huh. and
0: I'm like watching the video of it. And I, I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, I, yeah, I totally thought that. And that's when I was like, all of a sudden my anti, my auntie instincts became incensed uh-huh. and I was ready to go find that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but you know that's I totally thought that that he was going to do that. So, and there were a number of other people there too. That's that's another yes, issue. There were. That that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm glad you brought up just then was that you know it wasn't just this guy that was intimidating them. I mean, there were other people. It was there. a group of people. Yeah, it was
1: a group of people. And when you have a group together like that, and they are rallied up in in such a way where they feel like they are wronged and then you've got a young it's the power imbalance that that's what was wrong in this situation and that's what feels wrong about it to people people who look at it and feel like there's something wrong in this situation what you're feeling is the power imbalance there you've got a group of older men older white men who are feeling that they have the right to do something you've got younger children who are driving past to the old people think that they need to teach them what's right yeah I'm going to show you how you should be acting and um, trying to intimidate them into that position in society where they think that they should be that they're younger children that you're going around playing this insulting music that's insulting to us well we're going to show you what we think of you and put you in your place and that that's what is wrong about the whole situation
0: Oh, there's so much wrong. There's so much (laughs) wrong. I mean, well, and not only that power imbalance, but... uh, Okay, surely some of those guys have teenage children or grandchildren Mm -hmm. that are somewhat rebellious. And, I mean, isn't that something that... Like, I would think, like, as a parent, you would put yourself in the place of other parents more readily, you know what I mean? than someone like me who's not a parent and Mm -hmm. chases kids off my lawn with alarming regularity, (laughs) you know what I
1: mean?
0: (laughs) Like, it's like, well, that's somebody's kid. And I don't want to take
1: it out on this kid. And you know, kind of thing. Well, in that situation, they probably look at it like, well, my kid wouldn't do that. So my kid, my kid won't better. Do that, so my kid knows better or, you know, I'm, I, I can't put myself in that. They're, what they're thinking is that they can't put themselves in that situation. But, okay. So
0: here's something else confronting somebody else's kid. Now I grew up in the generation where anybody could work you.
1: Anybody yes. saw you
0: acting up anywhere they could work you. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Kids don't have that nowadays. It's frowned no. upon these days. Right. And so since it's so frowned upon, and I realize that these older white gentlemen were of a certain generation, mm-hmm. um, it's still frowned upon to yell at people's kids. I'm aware of this also with personal experience. But, <laughs> I mean... I try not to yell at kids unless they ask for it, right. but, but, right. you know, I'm not just trying to yell at kids for no reason, just like that. Like they drive up and down the street all the time playing their loud music, but I don't go out mm-hmm. there and like stop them and like, Hey, mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that yeah. death metal that you Blair at 7am every
1: morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that, you know, that, that's just part of, you know, living, living in a civil society is, you know, you you realize that, okay, that's, that's kind of disturbing, but it, it's going to go by for, you know, five seconds or so, and then it's going to move on, and then I'm going to, you know, move on with what I do. That's, you know, just part of being in a civil society. Where, where these, where this group is coming from is they, they want other people to conform to their norms, that they have a belief of what the, the community norm should be, and they are going to uh, make sure that people who they think that they can control young people are going to conform to the norm. The crazy thing about that, though, are these
0: young people are bucking against it. These are the main ones. And, you know, I think that at least one of the young people in that car is going to use this experience to propel them to public service.
1: Right. Somebody's running for office. I agree. I agree. And And somebody will take this experience and say, this happened to me.
0: Yeah. And especially in light of what's happening to Alex Scott there in Norman. Yeah. You know, that's, she's a young person. She's, you know, she's out there giving it hell. And Mm -hmm. I think that especially when young people experience that. Right. Personally, it galvanizes them. I agree. And so it's, um, It's going to be interesting to see here in a few years, because, you know, we'll hear about that Mm -hmm. when they run for office. We'll hear about it. Uh
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that this is going to come up again.
0: (laughs) Oh, for sure. Okay, so uh, back to the thing. Okay, so did Unite
1: Norman file a police report? I don't know if they did. I don't know if anybody did. I haven't followed up enough to know if anybody filed a police report on that. I I just know it wound up on social media, then it wound up on some social media blogs, and then it wound up in the news, and I haven't seen where it went from there.
0: Uh, Okay, so what I'm wondering is if that, what, okay, what happens if somebody files a false police report? Over this, like yeah. they file a false police report and then up like three of the, the three of the, the other three kids in the car were all filming it. Yeah. So, you know, so we know your version's not true. I mean, what are the repercussions of of filing a false police report like that?
1: well uh you know if somebody files a false police report and then there's charges filed there could be some uh, the courts could file contempt charges against people and cause them to pay fines for contempt uh, you know contempt of court like I said if charges are filed in such a way um, but um, you know just it, what what it what the social repercussions of something like that would be is whether, whether society in general, you know, uh, believes one side or the other. And, um, you know, I think we're seeing that uh, in a, in a more broad way with the, the, the protests and such. Uh, I think that there's been a, people have been very careful about making sure that if any police reports are filed, that it's legitimate and that, um, you know, they're not filing anything that appears illegitimate in any way.
0: It's really tough to mm-hmm. side with Unite Norman. Yeah. On yeah. on that. After, after seeing mm-hmm that because it's like I said as an adult that would intimidate me I was just watching it and yeah oh man you know Mm -hmm. just all kinds of things going through my head
1: yeah that you know they knew that those were kids and you know they should have just let the kids move on and they they should just finished with you know what what they were trying to accomplish the adults And so,
0: well, and here's something else. So since they're Unite Norman and they back the blue, I mean, would they even be in danger of a potential of filing a false police report? I don't know. See, that's a very good question. If that's their community cronies.
1: I know. Uh-huh. And, you know, and that's what people are protesting about. You know, people aren't protesting about get rid of the police. What they're protesting about is fair treatment for everybody. Demilitarize
0: the police. Yes. hmm I think that that that's goes a-, a long way. And I think, you know, when Eamon Bundy, did you hear about that? Like, Eamon Bundy came out in support of Black Lives Matter this week? what <laughs> yes oh my god yes yes i felt the same way thomas had actually posted it to the talk jive social media pages yeah
1: i Amen did not bundy. even know <laughs> did. why why did well, well okay that kind of makes sense it, it does make sense yeah because amon bundy is you know his philosophy is he wants the government out of his life, and that would kind of match with what Black Lives Matter, you know, what, what they want is they want the government to control the, the t- they, they want the government to uh, change the way that they police the citizens. So you know what both of them are asking, Amon Bundy and Black Lives Matter, is for a change to the way that government is a part of their lives.
0: Yeah, and and how uh, how law enforcement in general has worked against, works against them both. Right. both groups. It, it, yeah. After I got over the initial shock, I'm telling you, my reaction was exactly like yours. Like, is this the onion? Like, this has to be a <laughs> joke. And then I read the article, the and then I started year. thinking.
1: And I was like,
0: yes. oh, you know what? It does make sense. It does make sense. Mm-hmm. And so, but but think of the possibilities of that, of yeah. uniting groups like that. Like, and that's, you oh, know. Oh, yes. That's that's one of the reasons why, you know, we do Crow's Nest, is, is yes. to show that, you know, when it really comes down to it and you can sit down and talk to people, you're going to realize
1: that you have more in common than you think. Yes. Society groups of people have a lot more in common with each other than, uh, you, you see on social media. Like- yeah. I, I think I posted that on somebody's post the other day is that, um, Social media, there, there's a lot of good to it, but it leads to a lot of isolation, and people wind up in groups, and they're not listening to what the other side is.
0: Yeah, and I guess it's because you're, you're, and this, this goes along with unite Norman. This goes along with a lot of different with, well, with all these groups that have been born on social media. Mm -hmm. It's. Well, this, these people, this group of people, they're, they back what I like. They believe what I believe. They like what I like. They hate what I hate. So these are the only people that I want to talk to because of all that. Right. So with our last few minutes, um, let's talk about what could potentially happen, um, with this case. So number one, nothing. But yeah. I really don't think that we've heard
1: the last of this. I, I don't think so either. <laughs> there, there's This is either going to, uh, there, there's going to be a follow-up to it somehow. Or there's going to be another similar situation that could be more explosive.
0: Hmm. Like, hmm. like, just something like this where like maybe somebody gets shot or somebody actually does get run over or somebody's parent does
1: snap? Yeah, exactly. Because I don't live in Norman. I live in uh, the middle of Oklahoma City so but <laughs> all of my friends who live in Norman I've asked them about it and, and they say oh my goodness they're on every street corner you can't drive through Norman without you know running into you know um, some faction that is uh, dealing with this situation and um, you know I, I guess it you know stems from you know the mayor's office and the city council trying to make changes to how policing occurs in Norman. So, uh, you know, every, every, you know, like I said, everybody that I know who lives in Norman said that you can't live in Norman and not feel the repercussions of the, of the, you know, the discussions, you know, the the disagreement between the two groups and uh, with, with so much animosity that's going on between people in Norman you know I'm you know I worry that there's going to be an a, an incident where somebody gets run over or you know somebody's in the street and somebody accidentally gets run over or somebody you know comes up to a window and and threatens somebody with a brick and then somebody gets shot because of that.
0: I think my fear, and, and I'm with you, I, I fear for that place. But my fear goes to, well, what if somebody doesn't respond? What if, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, what if this gets to be a thing where, oh, well, the police don't respond? Right. Right.
1: Yes, I, I agree with you there also, is, you know, would have, uh, you, know, I, you know, I think Alex Scott has got that situation going on right now, is, you know, she's alleging that um, you know, people are, you know, giving out my address and people are being assaulted at, you know, places where they think I am, so... There's there's a lot of concern about you know if, if you speak up against uh, authority figures in Norman, are is there a repercussion? And they, you know that's that's just not the way that people should have to live in society.
0: Yeah, and it's like I said, I think that's why I'm just having. Uh, that's that's where I look at it, is like man, like you get on the wrong side of the cops for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And they're not responding, and that's wherever right. you go in, in in any town, in every town that I've ever lived in, it's been like that, right. And so I don't think that it's um, unreasonable to ask for that. And let's let's be honest about the whole defunding the Norman PD. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true. They lost one hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars to reallocation. However, right. they still got a budget increase. The, the right. Norman police chief said that. He came mm-hmm. out and said it like, and I'm glad that he did because mm-hmm. he needs to be the one out there telling these people at Unite the Blue who keep thinking that the police got defunded, which they right. didn't. No, they didn't. And I think that that understanding is very important. I think if they- It is. Unless they don't wanna understand.
1: i think you kind of hit on something right there (laughs) dang it and we're out
0: of time see saved by the (laughs) bell, just in the nick of time thanks so much for tuning in hey don't forget this tuesday uh Oils is, and Talk Jive, we're hosting a Ask a Lawyer event, a drive through event uh, at the Pawnee Nation Tarot office. So uh, make sure that you schedule your appointment and uh, we'll be up there Tuesday morning. So we hope to see you out there, especially if you have an appointment but you can't get out of your car. Remember that. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you back here next week. I'm Kelly J. Lewis with Stephanie Hudson, Executive Director of Oklahoma Indian Legal Services. Have a fantastic day, everyone.